Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Housing for the Aged Action Group, Hague for short, a housing group for older people run by older people. Present Raise the Roof every fourth Wednesday of the month. We advocate for affordable, secure and appropriate housing. So listen up every fourth Wednesday from 6 to 6.30 on 3CR 855 on your AM dial. That's right, you're listening to 3CR. This is the Housing for the Aged Action Group show, Raise the Roof. My name's Shane. Thanks to Carl and Renegade Economist for another great show. Uh, This month, I want to talk to you a little bit about Molly Hadfield, who some of you would have known. Uh, Molly was a founding member of HAG over 30 years ago, and a lifelong activist whose commitment and dedication and passion uh, really continue to inspire a lot of the people who met her. Uh, in February, uh, the Molly Hadfield Award was was given out. That's an annual award presented by Victoria's Department of Housing to honour uh, outstanding services to older tenants in public housing. Uh, and o- older people's issues and housing issues were, were very close to Molly's heart and her, her key concerns as an organiser. Um, we're going to go... I went out last Friday to meet with the volunteers at the Mary Outreach Support Services Food Bank, uh, Barclay Street Older Persons High Rise in Brunswick. And it was just so so great to be out there. It's quite early in the morning, but it was really bustling little community room full of volunteers uh, and residents coming and going, collecting uh, fresh food, fresh fruit and vegetables, uh, canned goods, milk, all kinds of basic staples. Um, it was really exciting to see, especially when the media likes to kind of paint public housing tenants as a kind of lawless rabble of, I don't even know, I don't even want to get into those stereotypes, but it was a real reminder of what the, the true spirit of public housing is in terms of people helping each other out and supporting each other. Um, we're going to hear from a whole bunch of the volunteers and a couple of staff there. Uh, and first up, uh, I think it's Tom Thompson from Coburg, who's a, a volunteer in the food bank program. What's your role here? My role is I drive the bus to pick the food up. <laughs> it looks like you must keep you busy. <laughs> yeah, on a Thursday we go to Heidelberg and we pick up at Second Bite, they call it. Uh-huh. And we pick food up there and come back, we unload it. Yeah. Uh, then we go to Yarraville and we pick up more food. Mm. And a lot of uh, milk and eggs if they've got them. Um, yeah. Yogurt and stuff like that. And we bring it back and unload it. And, um, yeah. I see and lots it's of all kind of distributed on the Friday. Well. Yeah. Um, so, can you tell us your name? Helen. Uh, and do you live in the street? Yeah, I live in Boston Street. Okay. Um, and are you involved in the food bank? I come to Food Bank because my husband's a volunteer on the bus service and Lynn insists that that's sort of payback. Um, but I. My involvement is also. I'm helping as much as I can, contributing as much as I can, but I am just so impressed with um, 
the volunteers from the building and the work that they do and the hours they put in and the spirit that they do it in. Can you tell us your name? Terry Martin. And how long have you been involved in the food bank? A while. A while. <laughs> um, do you live here? Yes. Yeah. Um, and what's your? What do you do for Varied. the food bank? Varied. Okay. Um, why is the food bank important? Well, underprivileged people having hard times, something to help them out, make up for probably where the government fails. Um, can you tell us your name? Katrina. And what's your role here? I'm the operations manager at Mary Outreach. Okay. And so, Mary, what's Mary Outreach's connection to the food bank? Uh, we uh, manage the volunteer program in the estate at mm-hmm. Barclay Street, so we're pro- funded to provide um, a full-time volunteer coordinator. Mm-hmm. And her role is one of her roles is to facilitate the running of the food bank. Right. Um, it seems pretty well organised. How long has the food bank been going? Uh, well, we've been managing the volunteer position for about nine years, but it's been going a lot longer than that. Oh. Um, so it's a well-established program, but it's been it's been building up over the years. So there's uh, quite a lot of people who come every week, about yeah. 80 to 100 yeah, right. families. I was going to yeah. ask. And so it's what, every Friday morning? Every Friday morning, yeah. That's yeah. great. And how many volunteers are involved? Um, I think it's different every week, but uh-huh. there's probably up to about 10, 10 to 14 volunteers every week. My name's Lynn and I do volunteer coordination at 351 Barclay Street in Brunswick. And how long have you been doing that? 30 years in August. Wow. Um, and so we're here today for the food bank. Can you tell us about the food bank in particular? Well, what do you want to know? Well, t- tell us about it. What does it do? What like... does it do? All right, we have volunteers that um, drive the bus to pick up foods from different sources and they pick that up, come back, unpack it all. Graham rotates all the cupboards so everything's still in the dates. Mm-hmm. Um have several different bus drivers for different days because they also work for the PAG program, Planned Activity Group. Mm-hmm. <coughs> um, what else? And how many people get food from the food bank? Oh, it varies from different weeks. Yeah. The most we've had is 110 people. Uh-huh. The least we've had would be probably about 55. And it seems like a, a lot of work obviously goes into it. So does it keep you busy? I think it keeps the volunteers more busy than that <laughs> <laughs> because they're a good crew, mm-hmm. good good lot of people, yeah. Um, and recently the food bank was recognised with the Molly Hadfield Award. How yeah. did you feel about that? I felt very honoured for the volunteers because I think they dedicate their time free. Mm-hmm. They dedicate it with love and compassion and they're all here to help people that are underprivileged mm-hmm. and they have disabilities yes. and, like... It's just there could be a family out there that have nothing. Uh-huh. A mother with some children or a father with some children or an elderly person. Uh-huh. So if we can help those people in the community, that's important. Yeah. So it's not just people in the building that get food from the food bank? No, they can come from outside as well. But we, this started mainly for the people in the building that were isolated. Uh-huh. And some people would come from hospital and have no food for the weekend. So that's why we decided to do it on a Friday because there's nobody here over the weekend. So that meant that those people that have come from rehab or hospitals have some food for over the weekend. Like it could be bread or milk or soup or baked beans, noodles, some, um, some 
wheat big spider bridge, something so we know yeah. that when we come back Monday, those people had something to eat, even though they can't go over the street. And recently, the food bank won the Molly Hadfield Award. Yes, like... they did. Quite surprised the day we picked up the award. Why was I mean, it a surprise? Well, for all the volunteer groups that were there, any one of the groups would have been worthy of winning it. Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone does a great job. It basically thinking about it, coming back, as I say, anyone could have won it and I would have been satisfied. So it was good to accept it on behalf of all the volunteers here. Yeah. The, the other award that was handed out that day, the chap that won it, mm-hmm. he actually all walks all around town with his lawn mower, mowing people's lawns. Yeah, right. And a woman, 91 in Footscray, she walks... Uh, she cooks for people who lives in the units or yep. whatever it is, and she cooks and takes them out for people who's actually moved away. She's 91, so I mean, she's. They're all showing yeah. their things in all the different areas. So, as I say, I mean, I was totally surprised that we won it. Uh, at the award ceremony, after I finished thanking everyone, Senka took the microphone off me and then she told everyone in there her story of how she'd come here, couldn't speak English, and by being in the group, learned to speak English. And again, it's multicultural in here, makes it really good. Uh, and how do you live in this building? Yes, I live in here 18 years. 18 years. Yes. And how long have you been working on the food bank? Uh, uh, I usually begin work in, in volunteer in 92. I come in 91 Australia. Uh, one day I pass one dish op shop. I say, uh, ask some people, come. I come inside, I don't speak English. She says, how are you? make a job. You don't speak English, I, I learn. But still, I begin learning English in the off shop. Mm-hmm. The I stay yeah. after yeah. coming here. I volunteer. I'm very happy because meet people. Sometimes, you know, I wish put something more in, in bank <laughs> and then need like this I'm very happy. That's great. Yes, a long time. And why do you think the food bank's important? Very important for people. You can't believe. I can sometimes believe. And is the food good? Oh, the food's amazing. Oh, my goodness me. The only disappointment is the fact that they dropped the price. Right. Um, I think that's all. Is there anything else that you want to say for our listeners? No, I'd just like to say thank you, and I'm up to some volunteers. (laughs) So if people want to volunteer, how can they get in touch? They get in touch with myself, and the number is 93806036, and ask for Lynn, the volunteer coordinator. All right. Thanks very much for your time. Thank you very much for your time. These listener sponsors who keep the radio station going, when you become a listener sponsor, you get a part of this radio station. You get a little part of it. It's yours. You get a little share of it. It's 3CR Subscriber Drive, and we're asking you to show your love for 3CR. Support your favourite show 
by calling us on 9419 8377 or online 3cr.org.au forward slash subscribe. $35 unwaged, $70 waged or 150 solidarity. Subscribe to 3CR today. People lining up uh, out in the street, uh, out in Smith Street and Collingwood, lining up to take out their listener sponsorship. Rumination. 3CR's Rooming House and Homeless Persons Issues Program. Featuring information on health and housing services, as well as live local guests, artists and performers from our unsung community. Join us at 12pm on Thursday on 3CR 855am. You're listening to 3CR. This is Raise the Roof, the Housing for the Aged Action Group show. And we just heard the song Colorblind by Kutcher Edwards. Before that, you were listening to some interviews with staff and volunteers from the food bank at the Barclay Street Brunswick Public Housing High Rise. Um, if you're interested in getting involved, the phone number at the end will give out again at the end of the show, uh, along with HAG contact details if you want to get a pen and paper ready. Um, another event just passed us by that commemorated Molly's legacy, and that was the Molly Hadfield Oration, uh, which Darabin City Council holds on International Women's Day each year. On March 8th, um, the keynote was delivered by Mama Alto, a gender transcendent diva, cabaret artiste, jazz singer and community activist. She's a non-binary trans femme person of colour who combines storytelling with singing and performance. Uh, Mama Alto believes in the potential of storytelling to touch others through affirming or empowering them or by challenging or confronting their views and ideas. Um, she gave a very beautiful and uh, engaging speech about the importance of including trans women in people's organizing and feminism, uh, and in particular on the ways that issues that were close to Molly's heart, like social exclusion and homelessness, uh, disproportionately affect trans women. Um, if you're interested, it's a really amazing speech, and you can find a link to it on HAG's Facebook page. Uh, that's uh, Housing for the Aged Action Group on Facebook. Uh, I was particularly happy to hear that Sue Marino, Molly's daughter, was in the audience for that speech. Uh, she described it as an amazing evening and that she was sure Molly would have understood and embraced everything Mama Alto said, uh, and that along with her two granddaughters, she was grateful to have had the opportunity to attend. In the near future, HAG's going to be organising a workshop for our members, uh, committee members and volunteers and staff uh, to learn more about trans issues. And if that's something that you're interested in, uh, please get in touch and we'd be happy to invite you along. Uh, and hopefully we'll also be talking some more on the show about the way that older trans women in particular are affected by issues around housing uh, in the near future. One of Melbourne's longest-running hospitals, St Vincent's Hospital, is turning 125. They're calling on community to help rising funds. To support the vital work of the hospital by participating in a pyjama-themed fun run. On Sunday, April 15, at Princess Park in Carlton North. Registrations are now open. For more information, head to stvincentsfunrun.org.au. St Vincent's is a 3CR supporter. Dear listeners, 
the annual Good Friday charity radiothon of the Australian Medical Aid Foundation will kick off from 9 a.m. to 6:30 p.m. on Friday, the 30th March. 3CR is dedicating its media space to support this noble cause. Therefore, 3CR's regular program will not be on air during this time. The funds raised from this 10-hour radiothon will be utilized to supply medical aid, equipment, training, patient-centered care programs and resources to those affected by 30 years of war in the north and east of Sri Lanka. You too can become a generous partner by calling us on 0394198377 during the radiothon on 30th Friday to donate towards this wonderful initiative. Uh, we're almost out of time. Thanks very much for listening this month. If you're an older person in Victoria who's got a housing problem, uh, whether that be need of a house, need of advice, uh, got a problem in a retirement village, you're not sure what to do about it, please give us a call at HAG and we'd love to work out what we can do to help you. The number is 9654-7389. Um, that number again, 9654-7389. Uh, the other number that I said I'd give you out again is, of course, for the food bank. If you want to get involved uh, over there in Brunswick, um, and it did seem like a fantastic community that anyone would be happy to be a part of, uh, the number there is 9380-6036, uh, and you want to ask for Lynn, the volunteer coordinator. Uh, Lynn was one of my favourites. She didn't want to get on the microphone at first, but she was finally peer pressured into it. She made me promise to delete, uh, to edit out any swear words, but then she didn't even swear once. Uh, so she certainly made my job easy. Uh, and yeah, it was, it was really great to meet everyone. Thanks very much for listening, everyone. We're going to leave you with another song. Uh, the song that we're going to go out with is Talking Heads. We hear them at the start. Why don't we round it out at the end? Uh, this is Life During Wartime. Have a great month, and I'll talk to you next time. <laughs>